And he said, mom, you're really doing great. When this is all done, when you get home, when he starts to get better, when things start to go back to normal, you are going to fall apart. Hey there, I'm Renee, a former shopping addict turned minimalist mindset guru. In three years, I went from totally broke and burnt out to debt-free minimalist. Learning to simplify every area of my life, both inside and out, saved my marriage, gave me the time back to live my life how I wanted to, and allowed me to love myself like never before. Looking back, the only thing I wish I had had was a friend to share the journey with me. That is my hope for the Unstuffed Podcast. This is a place where you can shake off the need to people please and show up as your authentic self, even if you're still wearing yesterday's sweatpants. Think of this as a standing coffee date with an old friend whose only job is to hear you out, hype you up, remind you that you are already enough and doesn't mind if your house is a mess. Let's keep this simple. Life is complicated enough. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. It's me, your host, Renee. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to give you that friendly reminder that if you are a longtime listener, it would mean so much to me for you to take a minute, leave a review on the podcast, drop five stars, I mean, if you feel so inclined, um, and just leave me a quick little note review of what the podcast has helped you with or what it means to you because I would not only love to hear but I would love to read them on the air before each episode so if this is not your first time listening I would really love it if you would take a second to do that for me all right now we are going to talk we're gonna dive right into today's episode where I'm gonna share with you how decluttering can actually become a distraction from us doing the real work that we need to do in our lives This is something that I have been aware of. That is something that I do. I have this group of girlfriends and we all get together. We've all known each other since we were little. We do dinners together. We go out together. We take trips together. It's amazing. It's such an amazing friendship that I'm so glad to be a part of. Um, But recently and the last few times during some of our get togethers, we have one friend who mentions that if anything happens to her, There are a few things she needs us to promise we will show up and take care of. Like she wants us to come to her house and get a few things taken care of that she knows her husband won't take care of um, and that are a concern and a priority for her. So again, at a recent birthday party that we were at, she told me, I'm so serious. I need you to do this. And I said, no, like, don't worry. Um, I know myself by now, 100%, I will be that person. That will be the first thing that comes to my mind. If I heard a word of her untimely death, I would cry and then I would dry my eyes, get in my car and immediately head to her house, which would probably be the most inappropriate thing to do. But I know myself well enough to know that this is most likely what I would do. I do this because I go into over control mode big time when I am grieving or stressed. And I know this because I found myself in major declutter mode after my grandma passed away. This is something I've talked about a lot, so I'm not going to retell the story. Um, And I think it can be summed up pretty easily. My grandma passed away. I drove six hours to my mom's house and just decluttered her house like crazy. And partway through, I kind of stopped myself and had to go, 
mm, I think I'm avoiding my feelings because this, this is not a normal way for people to cope or process. And when I was done decluttering my mom's house, I came home and I inevitably crashed. And I want you guys to be aware of this because as much as I talk about decluttering and how good it is to have a clear space, I also want you to know that sometimes it can just be one of those things that distracts us from actually feeling our feelings. So whether we know it or not, um, there can be things that are out of whack in our body. And a lot of us, so many people, are not really in tune with this. So you might not even know that something's wrong. For my example of my friend passing away, I would definitely know what is wrong, right? But we can't always pinpoint our stressors. And when we can't do that, we might slip into an over-control mode in an attempt to control what we can or to distract ourselves from really uncovering whatever it is that's bothering us. Now, I am a big fan of controlling whatever we can. For sure. This is something that I have been working on since I was a teenager. I heard the serenity prayer when I was like 16 after a friend passed away. Jeez, I hope this isn't like a recurring theme in my life today. But I loved that prayer so much because everything that was racing through my mind was me trying to control or feeling mad about something that went wrong. And having this realization like, oh shit, I'm not actually in control of any of this, so I should probably just stop worrying about it. Like logically, that just makes the most sense. I'm not getting anywhere, so I'll just stop and I'll control what I can. Um, so I'm all about that, and I think that's definitely why I show up and control what I can. Um, but unfortunately, sometimes we can slip into unhealthy ways of controlling what we can, like drinking, overeating, smoking, binge watching TV, um, you know, and believe it or not, I think decluttering can be one of those ways. Um, but it comes across as a really high functioning form of coping. People are going, oh, wow, like you've got it so together. You're doing amazing uh, because it gives that appearance. You know, if you're not sitting and crying and binge watching TV or binge drinking, you're binge decluttering, you know, there's a big difference. You see a binge drinker and you think, oh God, they're falling apart. You see a person cleaning their house like a crazy person and you're like, wow, she's really got her shit together. But in reality, deep down could be just as broken as the person drinking. Do you know what I mean? In any form, distracting ourselves for too long from major feelings becomes a major issue. Because sometimes we do. Sometimes we need to just kind of not feel the feelings so that we can get through, right? Sometimes we're going to have to buck up. We're going to have to get through a funeral. We're going to have to get through a major workload or a hard time. We might have to get through, you know, a divorce. Um, and in those instances, we're probably going to turn to some of those coping mechanisms just to help us get through. But when it's done... We might find ourselves crashing into this mess and not knowing why if we haven't taken the time to do the work and recognize these unhealthy ways of coping. So I shared this once on TikTok and I want to share again with you because um, it went viral on TikTok for a reason. I think it really helped a lot of people and it helped me. So I use the example of when my son was in the hospital. For those who don't know the story, he was in the hospital for like he was sick for like a month. He was in the hospital for a week. Um, and things were really not looking good at one point. It was very stressful. He was the top priority patient 
on our floor, which was like the neuro neurological wing, you know, where they dealt with brain injuries and things like that. And to have your kid be the biggest priority doesn't feel awesome. But I loved that our neurologist took this time because I was, of course, in high functioning coping mode. And he said, mom, you're really doing great. When this is all done, when you get home, when he starts to get better, when things start to go back to normal, you are going to fall apart. And that sent chills down my spine again just now. And I want to cry because in the moment I heard those words and I was like, yep. Okay, perfect. Thank you. I'm going to make note of that. I will fall apart. That sounds fantastic. I will plan on that as if I was just writing another thing into my schedule. But I did plan on it and I kind of waited for it. It was very, very helpful for me to know that because as things started to get better and I started to trust that everything was going to be okay, I waited for myself to fall apart and I gave myself grace and peace and patience knowing that that was coming rather than going, oh my gosh, I have to get it together. I have to, I have to keep going for everybody. It was nice knowing that okay, I'm going to fall apart when the time is right. I think this can be so helpful because sometimes, maybe like I said, if you're going through a divorce or a breakup or a job loss and you go through it in a high functioning manner, like decluttering your house or cleaning or taking over control of other things and then life gets better and you fall into a depression, you have no idea why. You're going, well, what the hell? Things are going good. Why am I stressed? It's because your body is telling you to go ahead and feel all the things that you are not letting yourself feel. So if that's you today, I really want you to give yourself that permission. And I want to give you that understanding that that might be where your struggle is coming from, that it's not a current struggle. It could very well be a struggle from the past. So I want to kind of teach you how to feel out of control because we don't always know how, especially if you are someone like me who tends to go into over control mode, right? When the feels start to creep up, just let them happen. Like I said, I know I would have fought my body so hard if I started to slip into a depression or sadness after my son, if I wasn't expecting it. So when I started to feel down, when I started to feel tired, when I wanted to take naps, I just would go, okay, this is my body saying that she needs a break. She needs a rest. She needs a nap. Let it happen in whatever form your body is letting you know it needs to happen, which brings me to my second point, which just is just learning to recognize your body talk. So if you find yourself decluttering and cleaning the house like a crazy person after some stressful event, you can go, oh, okay. I am going into that mode. And when you become aware of it, you can be aware of, I've been here too long. I maybe need to stop now. I need to back down. And then, you know, if after that you notice, like I do, you go into crash mode and you just want to sleep all day and you want to cry all day. That is such a good pattern to recognize in yourself because then you start to really not only know how you operate, but who you are, you, you start to know you on a deeper level. Number three, and this can go hand in hand with, you know, letting yourself just feel, but stop swallowing the tears. I am such a tear swallower. Um, it's crazy. I read in a book, a Carl Jung book, where he mentions swallowing tears is that lump in our throat. And I thought, oh my 
God, I had that lump in my throat my whole life. I used to take voice lessons when I was in high school and she told me, you carry your tension in your throat. And I remember just always feeling like my throat had a vice grip on it. Um, and we could talk about like the chakras in a sense, like when you've got a vice grip on your throat, you are being prevented from saying the things that you want to say. Hey there, it's me, Renee. I hate to interrupt your episode, but I just had to check in to see if you had heard about the Unstuffed Inner Circle yet. This is my monthly membership group where I get to connect with you guys on a personal level. Come hang out for a monthly coffee date where no topic is off limits, or come join the book club where I will share with you some of the books that have transformed my life. And I've made customized study guides just for you. There are also monthly declutter challenges, or you can sit in on podcast recordings before anybody else even gains access. Plus, you get access to some of my best programs totally for free. If you love the idea of getting a deeper dive into all things self-growth and simplicity, and where you can get plugged into a like-minded community hosted by yours truly, check the show notes for more info and see if there's a group that feels right for you. Okay, now let's get back to the podcast. swallowing those tears over and over again is kind of like keeping it in, bottling it up, keeping it stuck in your body. It's so important to embrace the discomfort of just letting those tears come out. And then lastly, notice your itch to control and ask yourself why you're so itchy. (laughs) You know, there will be days where, like I said, nothing has really gone wrong. Everything is going basically okay. But I'll start to feel this antsy feeling that will either pop up for me as like shopping. Like I need to find, I need to buy something. I should go shopping. I should, and I'll start scrolling online or I will start doing the dishes and start cleaning. Like I will maybe have stuff on my list that I want to do. And instead I start like vacuuming and loading up bags for Goodwill and things like that. Um, And again, it can be so hard because shopping, I can say, oh no, this is such a bad habit. Don't do that. And it's so easy to see the cleaning decluttering as a good habit um, and to think that I should do it. But when you can start to notice those little itches, those little desires you have to start distracting yourself, go, okay, oh, this is, this is my sign. This is my red flag telling me something is off. I'm going to try to get to the bottom of that and work to figure out what the potential source might be. Maybe it just means even going for a walk, using up that energy somewhere. Because a lot of times when we are left alone with our emotions and our feelings and our stressors, our our body like wants to play catch up, but we often don't let it. We think we need to just sit in our worries and our fears. But in reality, just getting out and moving can be exactly what you need. Um, and it doesn't have to be decluttering, of course. The more we can be aware of our body and the hints it drops us that are telling us that we're holding on to some big emotions, the easier it gets to allow ourselves to feel those emotions. And then the more we can feel the emotions, the easier it is to clear them away ahead of time. Like, therefore, the emotions don't take over quite as strongly as they once did. Um, And you can kind of be a pro at managing yourself, which is pretty awesome. So I wanted to put this out there because if you are one of those people that tends to go into major declutter mode, you keep everything clean, asking yourself, am I trying to over control something that I have no control of? And if so, practicing the allowing of just letting life be out of your hands for a minute. 
this is part of why I practice minimalism. It's a practice in letting go, not just letting go of stuff, but letting go of control and letting go of the things we think we need to do or how we're supposed to show up. And the more that you can do that, I promise you the more freedom that you will find. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on the Unstuffed podcast today. And don't think that the party ends here. You can always check the show notes for the latest goodies and freebies that are always available to you. And don't forget, I love hearing from you guys. If you are enjoying the Unstuffed podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would take the time to leave a review so that I can hear from you too. Until next time, take a deep breath, let go of anything that has been slowing you down, and I will see you here next week.